You know, if I, if I could throw out two things from what I've heard uh, so far this weekend, and, and those two things are number one, um, I'll give you an example. I know of Olympian gold medalists, uh, professional football players and baseball players that in their prime were at the peak of their game. And as they move into the business world, some of those folks taken into the business world and really excel and other ones, I see them year after year they can't put it together. They haven't gone where God's gifted them. They can't find their niche. And so to bring that back to where you're at, I see pastors out there. One experience my wife and I had starting a church, we started in a home and as this church grew, the pastor had to be involved in every decision. And then eventually the pastor had to leave because he burned out. The church we currently go to uh, after it was running 17 years, the senior pastor left. Uh, you may know Greg Harris from Olive Branch in Corona. He's out of Talibut, he's 32 years old, but he comes into an 800 person church where you not only have the elders and the leadership, but you have an administrative pastor. And now this guy is focused on where God's gifted him instead of wearing all these hats. So. I, I think that communication needs to come to these folks, not to get them to wear 10 different hats, but to keep them focused the way you're training them, but to teach them how to delegate out, how to trust and how to look for those talents God's given other people in their church. When John talked earlier about running side, uh, doing the business side and the church grew on these coast to 3000 people, that's because the pastor stayed where he was gifted and he wasn't trying to make every decision in the church. So I think that has to be communicated. Folks, um, God's giving you this gift. That's where you're at. This is your professional ball field, but you can't do it all. You gotta find those other talented people God's put in your church to help you. And then one, the second thing is this. There's a common denomination in today's world that, that individuals, government, businesses, churches, there's one common denomination that we all have, and that is debt. And if you talk to people and they're really going through it, most of the time it's because of the debt they have, and the church the same way. So we need to wake up to, you know, Proverbs 22:7, the borrower is servant to the lender, and we don't wanna throw an extra line in there that says, but if you can get a better yield, go ahead, you know. The debt is what is impacting all, all of it, from the church to the individuals. So I think that that starts at, at a young age in the home. It goes through the high school, the undergrad, the grad. But we need to understand that right now, if you pick up the newspaper, it, it'll tell you, you know, people are turning away from home ownership because they've been burned. But why is that? I mean, people right now should be buying homes because the home values are down, the interest rates are at the lowest. And the only way out of this problem we're in right now is through inflation, in my opinion. And so people in the next handful of years are gonna turn around, they're gonna say, why don't we buy? Well, because we followed the crowd. And as a result, you know, churches right now, our church, we've made an offer this last week on a piece of land to expand that was worth $6 million uh, a number of years ago. And we just made an offer last uh, two days ago at, at 900,000 bucks, down from 6 million. So debt is a key component and don't run from it, but we need to implement personal financial strategies to help these people because we know most of the pastor professions do not pay well. They've gotta uh, be able to come home and be out of that financial stress. And then when they go to church, they gotta somehow manage that financial stress. Those are the two areas.